Hi there. Welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I am Alana and I'm here with Jamie. We are joining you today for another Coffee Break episode where we take your questions about prayer and just have some really interesting and hopefully inspiring discussions about it. And we would love to hear your questions. So if you have a question that you've wondered about prayer or something you're struggling with and you'd just like to have it talked about, um, you can go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash questions and submit your question. And we will do our best to get it on here. And we just will sit around and have coffee together. <laughs> Yay, coffee. <laughs> I don't actually have my coffee today with me, but in, in spirit, I have coffee. I have mine, but it's like down to the last little, you know, <laughs> itty bitty sip and it's kind of cold. So, yeah. <laughs> well, today's question comes from Penny and she has a lot of just very honest issues that I feel we can um, try to discuss. So Penny, thank you for your question and we'll go ahead and read it and then um, take some time out to pray and then jump into our coffee break. So Penny says, I've lost the desire to pray. I can't seem to organize myself to make time. It just does not happen. And I long to get back to how I used to pray. And I am also not hearing from God anymore. So again, Penny, thank you for your honesty. I want you to know none of these are issues or struggles that are, you know, not common. <laughs> these are things that, you know, Jamie and I go through regularly, and I'm sure just about everyone listening can sympathize with. And I'm really glad you sent this in, and we are looking forward to discussing some of these issues. But before we do that, let's just take some time out to pray. God, we just lift this question up to you now. I just pray that as we discuss this, that um, that there would just be some real truths that would come out of our discussion that would help Penny. We just lift her up to you today and pray for your blessing on her and just for everyone right now who is struggling with just losing the desire to pray, not being able to make it happen, and just feeling like their prayers are hitting a brick wall. God, I just, I, I just pray that we would um, just glorify you in everything that's said. And we just thank you for being with us and being present in your spirit here today. Amen. Amen. So I sort of feel like maybe we could just take Penny's question sort of one thing at a time because there's a lot, there's quite a few things going on here, right? There are, yeah. So let's start with the beginning one. She, she starts off her question by saying, I've lost the desire to pray. I can't seem to organize myself to make time. So let's just start with this part about losing the desire to pray. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was just reading a book and it's one that you recommended to me, Alana. And one of the, one of the concepts in there, it talks about, we have time for the things we want to do, but when we don't want to do something, it's very hard to make time for it. So kind of, you know, it, the, the root of the issue is if you don't have the desire to pray, of course you can't make time for it because it's not, it's not, pressing. It's not pushing you forward, you know, that desire. So I don't know. The first thing that I think of is, you know, I, I hope that we've all, well, no, that's a bad way to say, it. I hope we've all been there, but I, <laughs> I would hope everyone would admit that there are times when you just don't feel like praying where there's not right. desire. And, and I think that first of all, for me personally, I've gotten to places where when I experience really exciting answers to prayer, um, or like when I first 
recommitted my life to Christ and was really growing quickly and, and seeing God at work and everything was new, of course you're excited and, and you're praying all the time and doing all these things. But then as things kind of lull back into normalcy, um, then I didn't have as much of a desire to pray. And so I feel like we almost expect always to feel like praying. And mm -hmm. I think maybe sometimes we need to, when we're in that spot, we need to maybe offer ourselves grace and think, well, you know what? Relationships of any kind have kind of ebbs and flows and highs and lows. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe just kind of think about what is it that's making me not want to pray? What's making it? Is prayer just boring? You know? And I think maybe when prayer is boring, there's, there are probably different root causes, but, um, but maybe it has to do with not, um, with maybe praying in the same way or maybe having barriers um, preventing you from just practical barriers, like, mm -hmm. you know, life situations that are, that are just kind of need to be taken into account without right. beating yourself up. Yeah. I mean, I sound like a baby to admit this, but I can't pray nearly as well when I'm sick. <laughs> you know, like I just, my body and mind don't have that kind of focus. Um, I would also just, I feel like this is a really good place to just make note of our Smash Your Prayer Blocks course, just because we go into a lot of these issues a lot more in depth than we can do in just, you know, like a 20 minute coffee break episode. But um, for those of you who haven't heard of it or haven't checked it out yet, this is a course. It's got videos and PDFs and um, some short prayer exercises and things. And the real goal is to kind of ask yourself, what are my prayer blocks? What is stopping me from having the prayer life I should have? Because like Jamie said, it is going to be different for different people. And so we'll... Um, We'll point you guys there if you wanted to dive into it more at prayingchristianwomen.com slash blocks. But going back to this thing that Penny mentioned where I've just lost the desire to pray, a super quick suggestion would be to start by praying for that desire to come back. You know, I feel like that would be the simplest place to start. And also asking God, is there something that's keeping me from praying? And again, that's the entire point of our Smash Your Prayer Blocks course and retreat. But it can start with just you quietly asking God, hey, Lord, will you show me if there's any any sin in my life, any unbelief, anything that's keeping me from having this desire to pray? Yeah. And in addition to that, I think sometimes prayer, just being overwhelmed with prayer can sort of shut down the systems. And I know that mm -hmm. that's something that I've experienced too, where I just, and this is just me. I think some people may deal with this better than others, but for me, no matter what it is, if it's a messy house or if it's work to be done or uh, calendar events to organize, I get overwhelmed and I just want to go to sleep. I just, I want to mm -hmm. shut, Brain down. To shut down. And my husband always says, how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. <laughs> and so that's kind of our family's mantra now, you know, whenever one of us gets overwhelmed by something, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? And it's the same way with prayer, um, where when you get overwhelmed, because if you're a praying person, you probably have a burden for a lot of people and a lot right. of issues. And so when you become overwhelmed, and I just see, I can't seem to organize myself to make time. And boy, can I relate to the organizational thing. And 
I just wonder if maybe it has to do, some of this might also have to do with, um, with just being overwhelmed with the sheer number of prayers or things like that. So Alana, do you have any practical suggestions if that is maybe the source? Yeah, of and that would really design? just be to simplify. Mm-hmm. And for a person with a heart for prayer, I know it's hard, but I, I've cut my prayer list back and it's actually helped me be a better prayer because I don't get as overwhelmed going into it. I got to where like a month ago, I was shirking (laughs) a lot because I would look at this prayer list that I had sort of mentally committed to going through every single day. And I would say, oh, I don't have the time or energy for this right now. And I would tell myself I'd get to it later, you know, so I wasn't trying to not do it at all. But, you know, more often than not, later didn't come. And so, yeah, I, I spent quite a bit of time over this past month simplifying the things that I want to commit to pray for, and that has helped. Yeah, and I think um, another thing of just feeling like you're not hearing from God anymore, um, I, I feel like if you're at a place where you feel like you're not hearing from God or you feel like prayer is difficult, maybe finding a creative way to pray and maybe finding um, it, whatever it is for you. If you love worship music, like I know for me, worship mm-hmm. music is a really, it's, I love music and I love worshiping through music. And so maybe singing worship music as prayers or um if you're more of a words person, praying through some of the psalms of praise and just doing like praise and thanksgiving without even worrying about organizing anything. Just, you know, just just a new, different and fresh way of praying because I think another another issue of, not, of losing the desire of, of, to pray can come with just um, like a prayer imbalance of not right. either praying too much from a list or or expecting that or prayer has <laughs> to look a certain way or not praying enough from a list. Yeah. yeah. And being overwhelmed by your lack of organization like me. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like for me, starting very basic at praising and thanking God can be just amazing to just restore that connection, which then kind of gives you momentum in your prayer life, I think. Mm-hmm. Just just praising God and getting getting closer to Him. Well, and I like how you talked about creative ways to pray. Um, I haven't even told you about this, Jamie, but I've been doing this little what? experiment. You've been yeah. keeping secrets? <laughs> it's a big secret. No, because <laughs> it, it honestly, like, it sounds a little weird. But one thing that I started doing maybe like two weeks ago as part of my fairly regular prayer journal routine is I will doodle while I pray. And then I will look at this and I'm not, you know, like I'm not making like realistic, gorgeous paintings that I could sell on Etsy or something. (laughs) You know, it's just like it's my pen and paper and they're doodles. And what's been really neat is I doodle while I pray. So I might be like, here's an example. I want to pray for Jamie. So I'm going to draw a picture of Jamie. But I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm way more into like the abstract kind of art. So you end up looking, you know, weird, <laughs> but I'm praying for you while I draw this picture as a doodle. Yeah. I really would. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then what I do is I take a few minutes to just like, look at my sketch and sort of let God guide me 
So it's sort of like, you know, if I, I started this because I was feeling stuck creatively in my fiction writing. And, you know, this is just one of the ways that like creative coaches help artists to sort of connect with their creative flow. And I just sort of incorporated it into my prayer journal. And so a lot of it is finding things that since I'm really weird, but just like almost connecting with your subconscious in some way. And so maybe I drew a picture of you, but I made you look really sad. And consciously, I'm not thinking about you being sad. But when I look at that and pray over that doodle I made of you, maybe I think, wow, God, I'm sensing that maybe Jamie's been sad. Is there something that I can pray for her about? You know, or something like that. That's um, really, that's not weird. I think that's really different in a good way because especially for creatives, like I think that there is a, I don't know, that prayer is so abstract, you know. That's a good way and, to put it, yeah. And so, I mean, you're not sitting in front of someone, you know, talking to them. And so I could see totally for a creative person, and you are uniquely creative and like organized and mm -hmm. like, like uh, intellectual together. And so I think you can, because I've seen, you know, you're, you've got so many great prayer journaling strategies, but this, this would be great for someone that maybe isn't into list making, but they could right. totally draw pictures and, yeah. and pray over those. That's so neat. Mm -hmm. It's been really interesting. Like I noticed that a lot of times in my doodles, I would draw three lines, like sort of in a row. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea if this is my mind just making sense of it, or if this is God speaking to me. And honestly, I don't think it matters a ton, but they kept coming like almost every single doodle I made somewhere on the page would have these three lines. And I have decided that these three lines represent my kids because I have three kids. Oh. And so I will just, when I see those three lines, I'll say, oh, okay, this is the time for me to remember to pray for my kids. It's been really, really interesting. Um, and, you know, it's, it's similar to like the stream of consciousness that writers do where your goal is just to write whatever's on your mind, no matter mm -hmm. how much sense it makes. You know, I kind of go into the doodling like that, like not with preconceived, I am going to draw a picture of my family. Oh, so you don't say, this is what I'm going to draw during this time. You just right. draw and just see, just what see what comes up. And then, so sometimes I'm drawing what truly is just abstract. And then I'm praying over it and be like, oh, this looks like a dog. By the way, that reminds me that our neighbors are out of town and my son's dog sitting for them. Let me pray for my neighbors. You know, so sometimes it's just really weird, random associations like that. And like I said, I'm totally fine saying, like, I don't believe that these are Holy Spirit inspired doodles. Like, I don't feel like God's You're not there. channeling God through the I am doodle. not channeling God, but still, it's a neat way for me to. I don't know, turn something that some people would just use as a creative exercise into a way to just pray in ways that I wouldn't otherwise. And I think that's just a great reminder to think outside the box and yeah. to just do something you haven't done before. Pray in a new way that you haven't before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to what Penny said, where she's, she's, almost maybe worried. I don't want to read too much into it, but just, she says, I'm not hearing from God anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I feel like it would take us forever to dissect all the possible reasons why that might be. But I figure it's probably something that enough people struggle with that we should at least touch on. You know, if you feel like you've gone through a season where you truly are not connecting or hearing from God at all, 
you know, if we were to just give people a super quick list of, of possibilities of why that is, what would you put on that list? Well, I know I've been through this many times and I the, the first things that come to my mind when that happens are number one, is there sin in my life or disobedience or anything in any way that's that's you know, God's using this as kind of an attention getter, like, hey, stop mm-hmm. and wait for me, you know. So I, I think that's always a good place to start at least. To start and just, you know, and you kind of touched on that in the beginning, just going to God and saying, hey, is there any, what is it, why is this happening? Can you let me know any reason? And sometimes there is, but sometimes there's not. And you're right. just kind of like a vacuum. Yeah. Um, it's not always about you. <laughs> no, it's not. Sometimes it's about God. It's not you. It's God. And <laughs> so, you know, after that, I think another thing is um, Depending on you know, think well. What am I? What am I praying for? What am I? What am I taking to God? And if it's a specific issue that you're not hearing from God about, I I sometimes wonder. Okay, is this just God waiting? It's just not the time to hear about that, and He's just putting it off. Um, not putting it off, but you no, know, I know what you're saying. There's mm-hmm. nothing to be heard at that time, and my my instruction is just hang out and wait, and don't right. move forward in that particular issue. With Penny, I don't feel like, Penny, that you're saying that you're just not hearing from God about one particular thing, though. I feel like you're just feeling alone. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so... Another... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Another thing you might try is seeing about connecting with God maybe on a more corporate level. You know, ask yourself, is there... Are you being actively involved in your church? Is there... You know, because sometimes meeting corporately is the way to, um, I'm thinking specifically about, you know, like worship through music and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes that can be far more meaningful and moving in a church setting. But I know I've been to churches, you know, my husband's a pastor. We've, we've spent years at churches where I didn't feel like the, the music was ministering to me. So then I had to just say, okay, it's not the music leader's job to make me worship God. You know what I mean? So I I just knew that I had to do that on my own. So I think a lot of people, especially if you're at all musically wired, music can help you connect to God in a way that just listening to a sermon or something can't. You know, that's just so much more emotions that music can tap into more readily. So that could be another, you know, quick thing maybe. Maybe what you need is just some time alone with God or some time corporately with others in worship. But again, this is, you know, this is almost like showing up to the doctor saying, yeah, I've had a tummy ache. Do you know what's wrong? (laughs) I mean, there are so many things that it could be. Well, another thing that I think of is just reading God's word and Mm -hmm. preparing yourself in advance and saying, God, will you please just speak to me through your word today? Just talk to me through your word. And sometimes you get those experiences where the word just jumps off of of the page, you know, the thing that you're reading Um, or making more opportunities to be reading scripture or being, you know, under teaching that God could Mm -hmm. speak through. But the thing that popped into my head was like, I sometimes like, I'll email someone or call them and they won't call me back and I'll think, oh, they're mad at me. What happened? And I think we think that with God. Like if we're not hearing right. from him actively, we're like, oh, he's mad at me. And maybe he's not. Maybe it's just a season where not that there's nothing for him to say, but that, you know, I don't know. I just, um, if none of those other things result in mm-hmm. immediate turnaround, that maybe just continue to move forward 
being obedient and just waiting and it will come. God's not going to give up on you forever. You know, it's not like he's going to give up talking to you or that maybe there's just nothing at all behind it other than it's just a season. Yeah. This different in your life. Well, and it could even be a, a growing time. I heard a speaker once kind of paraphrase the Bible verse, we walk by faith and not by sight. And he said, we walk by faith and not by feeling. And that really resonated with me because I was still fairly young in the faith and also just in age. And I was to the point where I was really seeking the emotional connection to God to the point where if I didn't get it, like if I wasn't moved to tears or something, I would say like, oh, God's far from me. What's Mm -hmm. wrong with me? But it's not the feelings that we are called to seek out. It's not the feelings that prove the genuineness of our relationship with the Lord. Now, those feelings of close connection are great, but I kind of think it's sort of like, you know, I, spoiler, I don't get butterflies in my stomach every time my husband walks in the room. Yeah, I love him very, very deeply. And we have a way closer relationship than we did when we first met and had the butterflies, you know, so to look back and to feel guilty because I don't get the butterflies, but denying the facts that we're so much closer now, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's, that's almost flipping, um, flipping your priorities maybe. Mm -hmm. So it could also be a sign even of maturity of spiritual maturity to persist in your walk with God, even when you, don't feel super close to him. You know, I we've talked about it a lot before. There's a place for being just absolutely devoted and in adoration. And there's also a place to be disciplined. Just like there's a place for my husband and I to carve out time, you know, where it's just the two of us and we get to go be only with each other. And there's also just the day-to-day life that we get to spend time together. I think both are important in a balanced prayer life. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Anything else you wanted to add, Jamie? No, just for Penny, just that to know that we're praying for you, Penny, to hear from God and just for God to just enrich your prayer life and um and that this this season of feeling alone would pass and yeah, just know that we're supporting you and praying for you. Yeah. Well, and on that note, how about I'll go ahead and and close us in a word of prayer. That'd be great. God, we do thank you so much for Penny, for her question. I pray that this season of not really feeling as close to you would come to an end. And I just pray that she would feel how deeply you love her. And I just pray for anybody listening to who's just craving a deeper connection to you today, that you would just soften our hearts. Come and meet with us, Lord. We know that we don't need to rely on feeling close to you, but it is such a blessing when you do make your presence known to us. And I just pray that that blessing would fall upon Penny today and our other listeners as well. Amen. All right. So we would love for you guys to send us your questions so we can keep on doing more of these coffee break episodes. You can submit your questions at prayingchristianwomen.com slash questions. Well, we are so glad that you joined us today. And thank you again, Penny, for that really important question that I know a lot of people can relate to. And again, um, if you haven't already um, signed up to receive our 
prayer journal. You can go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal and get a prayer journal. And that's just one more way that you can just one more layer of, of depth to get, get yourself into a place of um, having devotions with God. But um, we just want to thank you for joining us and we will see you next time.